0: Okay, so right now I'm doing something kind of interesting. Um, it is April, Oh, it's probably close to May or something like that. It's like April 25th was Sunday, 6th, Monday, 7th, Tuesday, 28th was Wednesday, 29th was Thursday, yesterday was Friday, 30th. And I always forget if it's like 30th, 31st or 1st for like the beginning of the next month. But anyways, I'm doing something kind of interesting right now. I'm like having this experience with my life where I'm realizing there's certain things that I want to become and always in my life. And I don't want to have to do this whole thing of like getting back on the bandwagon again and just like doing all of that because just feel like if i could just crack this code of being able to somehow do things in a way that's like gonna make sure that i can just do the life that i actually want like on a consistent basis like without having to wonder like how many times i'm gonna fall off the bandwagon like in within however many years like like i think it's possible right like i really do think it is like, even if it's not, like, a, a crazy goal, like, try to do this every single day of the year or something like that, right? Like, I think that's a little bit on the crazy side for me and my personality anyways and and what I've been able to do in the past anyways. Like, like it's probably a solvable problem. Like, I can probably somehow get over that at some point. But currently, it's it's not yet. Um, But at least I've been able to do things, like, on a week-to-week basis. Like, for example, I joined the church, like um when I was 15 and now I'm 30 almost 32 so that's been like 15 16 16 years and within that time like I don't think I've fallen off the bandwagon to like go and attend like church meeting style like when it was like fully able for me to do it maybe like one or two times maybe right like but other than that I've been like gung-ho go every week and just just do it and love it and, you know, get into that genuine place to want to do that, right? And and it's like, yeah, yeah, like I love, I love systems in my life that can support me in things that I want to be doing anyways, right? Like, and so one of the things that I'm noticing is like, okay, so for example, I get to teach yoga Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I have this person that I privately teach and it's been lovely. It's been a year and some, like we started kind of in February of 2020, and now it's 2021, April, May, and we've been going for like a year and almost a half, right? And that's been epic for me. It's like, oh my goodness, I love this. I love getting to do this throughout the week. You know, like it's kind of reminiscent of the time when I was going through a couple miscarriages with my second, um, well, it was like my second and third pregnancies before... I had my fourth pregnancy which was my second child that's living right now and and I was just suffering so bad emotionally and so I yoga helped me through those things. It was like the first time I went through it, it was like, okay, well, I need to go and do yoga every single day. Like the next day after my miscarriage, I did like 365 sun salutations to kind of celebrate the new year cuz it was New Year's Day. And I just went and did that, and I was so glad I did because I needed to process through all those emotions as as healthily as possible, you know and then um and then I went and did like a ninety day challenge where you wake up every day at six a m and do yoga every day for ninety days, kind of thing. And, and like, not even just like the sit around kind of yoga, but like the hardcore kind of like work your bum, like work your body kind of yoga. I was like, holy smokes, this is really not my jam. Like, But I, I really just needed something to just kind of boot camp me into something that that got my mind off of those, all those emotional trials. And then another time when I was going through like that kind of suffering through emotions feel, like I went and did... Um, I did I created a course for teaching yoga to moms that were expecting and so that was really lovely because it was like if I couldn't have a baby at least I could help other people who were already going to have a baby and help them enjoy that experience so it was so healing for me to create this this way for them to just get to learn about themselves about their baby about their bodies and and just have this clarity of mind perspective this soothing warm kind of space where they could feel held you know in the same way that they're choosing to hold this baby like them being mothered themselves by like this like the way that i did it before is not the way that i would do it moving forward because now i have way more perspective about heavenly father heavenly mother jesus christ like just i allow for them to be a part of my meditations when i go into it now and i'm just so happy for that because it just adds that element of like soul and eternal soul kind of feel to being present with that and I'm just so happy to do those kinds of things so this is kind of my little podcast thing to just kind of do my pre-spiel about like how I'm feeling like my pre-brief about all the things that I want to do right like it's like I want to I want to make sure yoga is a part of my life even more right like I teach one person three times a week right now but and I want to do at least two people like three times a week right and then i want to do on the days that i don't teach right now like tuesday thursday saturday i'm like well i need to be teaching anyways right if i can't find someone to teach i'll create another podcast or i'll create like a video of me teaching or something like that but like other than that, like I just, I just want. I'm like this yoga missionary lady for some reason. I don't know how this happened. Like, cause I'm just like that's like what I pray for. I'm like, could you please help me find someone that wants to do yoga, right? Like, I just like this person. I'm like, I'm like, I don't. I'm not like desperate because I know how that goes, right? Like, it doesn't work for the teacher to be so much more involved in in wanting to be taught to in wanting to teach more than the student wants to be taught, right? Like that just is the lamest experience ever. And I'm not into doing that all over again. Not that I've really done it with yoga. Usually people are pretty upfront from the get-go. Like if they don't like it, they don't do it. Um, If they try it, they try it and then they're done, you know? Um, So I don't really have that with that. I've just had it with other instances with teaching younger people that just like kind of drag their feet through for like a year because they haven't learned how to like have the confidence to be up front yet to share with someone older than them. Like I'm done. Like I don't like this anymore kind of thing. Anyway, so, um, so that's kind of some of the things I've been thinking about and I've just been so grateful. I just like realized I have a sliver on my foot and I just needed to pull it up. Um, I just did that. That's awesome. Um. So anyways, I'm just super grateful because, like, at least I have that awareness. And then the other part that I'm like, oh, yeah, scriptures. Like, I'm reading this beautiful book right now, like, the exact beautiful book that I need to be reading right now, Leaning on Jesus by Michelle Wilson. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Like, I love when I get to read these books where it's, like, literally you cannot put it down. It's so great and captivating, and you just, like, you just have a little mini retreat to yourself as you're reading it every time and it's so refreshing and it's just like yes of course I love this I love everything about it let's do more right and and so it, it's like it's like guilt-free chocolate that's what I feel like this book is it's like the best it's like eternal like fluffy cloud chocolate like that's what I talk about with my husband sometimes I'm like could we just like go and buy like some pretend chocolate cake and pretend like like have a big buffet of pretend food and we could just like eat it all up and it doesn't actually go into our bodies like could we just have that moment (laughs) because like you know we've both kind of decided to be on this bandwagon right now to just like really be very minimalist very like focused on everything we put in our body that it actually is legitimately supportive to the organs inside. And so because of that, it's kind of made some of our food choices a little bland, a little not exciting, a little bit just like, not blah to altogether, but it, it's kind of, it hasn't like squeezed out the life out of, you know, like the fun of food. Um, And at the same time, it's kind of made it this situation where it's like, we don't really focus a lot of energy on the food anymore, you know, because we, we know the basics that we need to be eating. So we just kind of have it around and we just kind of do it. And then we focus a lot of our energies doing other things. So we don't like try to, you know, focus so much on food stuff when like we feel like we've, we've got the basics down. So we're just going to have it as is and then like move on with other parts of our life. So like, but every so often, it's like you. I feel that that urge to want to be treated, but I really don't love the consequences of having treats and like you know those kinds of like de- delicate delicacy type things. Because typically, whenever I've been in like experiences like that, most people don't know how to make delicacies that are actually health giving to the body. Like unless if I'm going to go and see like visit someone that's like a raw vegan chef person. And I'll know, like, they legit know how to, like, make things out of no sugar and stuff and make it taste amazing and make things out of vegetables and make it taste amazing. And, like, literally my body feels like it's going through a massage as I'm eating it. Plus, my mouth is going through a massage. It's, like, the best, I don't know, like, that that niche, ethnicity, whatever of food, foodie life world is like one of my favorites I'm like, (laughs) I don't know if I eat vegan because I'm actually vegan per se, or because I'm literally like hooked on the, you know, like all of the background philosophies and methodology, whatever science stuff. Or if i legitimately just really like it as an ethnic food like because because it actually is my favorite ethnic food and so it's like you know some people love their curries like indian food or they love their chinese food or they love whatever and it's like it's as if i'm like religiously like no if you are not eating anything else but chinese food or like but indian food I can't have it. It's against my religion to eat anything that's that's not Indian food, right? Like, it's like I kind of feel like that crazy person. Like, I just, but at this and at the same time, it's like it's my happy place. It just is, right? Like, I have to be honest about what I actually like to put in my body, <laughs> and it's okay. We all have our quirks, and anyways, um, I am so grateful. I'm grateful that. um I have scriptures, like seriously, I was reading this "Leaning on Jesus book. And then after a little bit, I was like crying because I couldn't find my scriptures. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, and then I tried stealing the kids' scriptures and that didn't work. Cause then they were standing up for it. They're like, "Well, that's my scriptures. Like, don't draw in my scriptures. And then I was crying even more. I'm like, ah, like I just want scriptures to color in. I want my own coloring book, right? And I was like, okay, fine, fine. I'm gonna get my own scriptures today. I don't care how much it costs. Thankfully, it was only, like, $1.50 because I got it at the used store, right? And so I got them. I have this, like, amazing, huge Doctrine and Covenants. It's got Book of Mormon, Doctrine and Covenants, and Pearl of Great Christ. And then I got myself a new version of this, like, new approach to studying Book of Mormon, um, organized by events emphasizing narrators by the Rosenballs. Love this book. I got this for, I think it was Christmas or my birthday, like, a couple years back. And I just love it because it's got so much white space for me to color on. And plus, it writes it as if it's a script for like as if you're going to do like a a storytelling, like a like a storybook theater style. So then, you know, who who does what part and then it's kind of like Shakespeare that way. You know, it writes kind of that way. So I really like it because then it organizes my brain to be like, oh, this is who's speaking. And I never have to wonder because sometimes when I'm reading through the other things, I'm like, what what's going on? what what's this again and then so they go through all of it they're like they're like this is who's talking and this is where they are you know this is their location this is who's talking so you can just focus on what the words are saying right rather than like all the background stuff which is so good for my brain i wish every person wrote their books like this that would be so helpful (laughs) so i have that and then of course i have my other little books just in case like i got the holy bible that's like the same hunk and size of my Doctrine in Cummins, and then and then I have my paper and my notebook and like I always have to have like blank printer paper because that's the best it's like then I can draw anything I want I can draw my little frames and I like to make a border and then I draw like inside and and then I have my notebook for lined paper because just sometimes I get into this writing spurt where it's like oh gotta write and then I write for like 10 pages and I feel good so anyways and then I have this other pet thing that I got when I was pregnant with my last, um, I'm borrowing it right now and it's like called the prenatal yoga deck. And so I'm like, sweet, this is like, it's by Olivia H. Miller. Anyways, I really like this because it keeps it nice and fun for me. Like I can teach a whole like yoga prenatal class thing and I can do that. And I really like how I can just pull out a card and be like, oh, it has the picture of the lady doing a, a pose. And then it's, it tells me the name of it. It's Konasana, And so this is like but- butterfly c- pose. So you just put your feet together some people call it cobbler's pose i have no idea why anyways put your feet together and then your your knees are just open wide and you're just sitting up tall like that on the floor and so anyways i'm i'm like so excited because i have a few people in my life that are still pregnant and and i'm so excited to just like create something fun for them so i'm excited about that and then i'm excited about creating a, a chair yoga exercise routine as well and And yeah, I'm just excited about all these like fun little things. I'm just like, yay, like I get to just like read them through and go through them all and just just like record my process as I'm doing it. I just think it's beautiful. I love it.